Dude, it's so good it's to be back. It's so close to the, the draft, draft is almost oh here. Oh my gosh. I know, I'm just pulling it. That's what we're talking about. It's draft week, baby. I am, I, but it's so good to be back because we, we haven't done an episode in like two months. Super Bowl, right? Yep. Last one? Post Super Bowl episode. And it's just like, there's so many things that we can talk about today. And we, I mean, we definitely are. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot to get into. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we're already feeling that like little bit of lull. In in terms of the we're no no real NFL news thing. To me, I know that technically the new season starts in March, but yeah. to me, really the NFL season starts this weekend. Yes. To me, that's really what it's the first like NFL it's the building event. block. It's the first NFL event yeah. that happens. It's I the mean, draft. I mean, we were definitely texting as we approached uh, free agency. Sure. Like there was those obvious conversations that we were having, but like this is just so much fun to talk about. It's so speculative. Nobody knows jack squat. And the beautiful thing is that the teams don't know anything. And we're all just sitting here like, no. The only team that knows. knows what they're doing is the Panthers with that first pick. Absolutely. That's it. The only team that knows yep. what they're doing. It's lying season. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is Smoke lying season. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. It's well, here. and we're going to have fun. Uh, joining us today is our buddy Mike. Uh, hey, he hey, came hey. in for our live episode last year. And so we're going to get right into it. We're going to go through uh, some old school drafts, talk about some of the better draft classes of all time. We're going to uh, talk about some teams that did an amazing job with their specific draft classes, uh, get into some trades that we think may happen, and then we're going to dive in uh, to the first third of the first round as well and give that portion of our mock draft. Let's do it, guys. It is the beginning, as Grant said, of the 2023 NFL season. Let's go. You are listening to the Sportsify 2023 Draft Special for April 25th, Part 1, with your hosts, Matt Novak and Grant Hawker. Welcome in, everybody, and welcome to the Sportsify 2023 Draft Special. I am your host, Matt Novak. With me, as always, is Grant Hawker. What's up? On the third mic is Jameson. Hello. And guest appearance today by friend of the show, Mike Connor, who's stepping in to help us. And well, probably destroy us in our draft conversation. If we're being honest, he's going to probably beat the three of us by himself. But it is the competition today. Hi, Mike. I, I will try. I will you try. are probably going to beat us. Mike well, has successfully beat me. Did we track me. scores last year? No, we we just did no, a collective. No, we were doing it live. We were doing the four of us live. But we did like a collective. We came together and did a collective there, one, the four of yes. us, right? You and I were pretty close there, Grant. Were we? We, we had quite a few. I'll take that. Mike things. is being very nice. Because um, what usually happened was we would sit here and be like, it's got to be. And then Mike would be like, I think it's. And then all of a sudden they would call out whatever the crud Mike said. Um, but to be honest with you guys, as long as Mike and I have been paying attention to the draft together, that is how that has always gone. Uh, this is, this is the guy who, uh, it was Johnny Manziel year, uh, who literally should have been in Vegas calling shots. He picked half of the first round correctly, um, and called stuff that I hadn't heard Jack squat about that year. And it ticked me off so much. that I was like, I got to figure out how he does this and what he's listening to and whatnot. So that is why we're doing this today. Um, we are going to go through. Uh, the whole draft over the next two episodes uh, that we're releasing here on draft week. And, uh, but today we got a couple of questions. We want to talk our way through in regards to the draft major news broke today. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, 
Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a jet after what seems like a hundred days of you know NFL purgatory here. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't it been how many months has it already been? We're at least two, two plus at minutes, least two two minutes months. At least two months things. when he made the whole like thing on like my intention yeah. is to play for the Jets on the McAfee show. Yeah, we went into the cave for the weekend or whatever. Yeah. Um, hey, don't act like you didn't enjoy it. We I all didn't. did. Okay. I do not care. I don't care. I don't give a single thought to Aaron Rodgers in my life. I don't care. I don't believe him. I, Me and Jameson uh, definitely were excited about the announcement. Okay. Uh, Jameson is about to tell me he wasn't. But <laughs> I remember being in the group message and we were all watching the stinking show and we all saw Pat McAfee have over 100,000 people watching that, uh, that live stream and we may have contributed to those numbers. So let's not lie. No, um, actually, because I just waited for it to go on Twitter. Same. That's what I did. You guys are adorable. Because he spent forever just talking about... Oh, I, I, want, I want Aaron, Aaron Rodgers results. I don't want Bay. Aaron Rodgers filler. Okay? <laughs> I just Correct. want whatever the announcement well, is. Today that. you got results. Finally. Aaron Rodgers traded to the Jets officially. Pick swap in the first round, 13 to 15. Uh, a second this year, a second that could become a first next year, and then fifth and sixth round swaps for the two teams. It turns, it turns into a first if he plays sixty five percent. Yep, teams, which I think is just he, naturally going to happen unless he like gets yeah, hurt. Which, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it could happen, but it seems like he's pretty much like, hey, if you're going to pay me fifty million dollars a year and I'm going to get New York advertising money, I'm I will playing. in endorsements. Yeah, I, I I will play for two more years. Yeah. Uh, so that would round him out at forty one years old. Uh, they'd be playing a second year at 41. The window sense. is now open for the Jets. It has to be. It has to be. Your time is now. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and good on them. They were able to negotiate this without losing this year's first rounder. That's a huge thing because you can give another They're contributor. Not, there's not Aaron. a whole lot of sacrificing of your future Yeah, to get them. Like, there really isn't. No. No, it's great. I mean, in, in my, from my viewpoint, you're losing your second rounder, but not your first this year. You're losing your second rounder, maybe your first next year. You're still going to have a pick in the top probably 45, 50 shots here, uh, unless they're really good. I mean, and even at that, they could still make a move up in the second round. So next that year. That division is not to. easy. No, division not easy. Tough Conference, road ahead. not easy. <laughs> Conference, no. not easy. No. I mean, they're running the east side gauntlet of, of literally what is death in terms of the offenses out there. So it's going to be the curious best quarterbacks, how they load up. Probably like nine of the ten best quarterbacks or over there. are yeah. in the AFC right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. With the exception of one, that AFC West is super not fun. Uh, I mean, Jimmy Jimmy is, is playing in Oakland now. So, um, by the way, they're just going to be a doormat next year, right? Yes. Like, that's a real thing. Yeah. Like, Oakland's yes. not going to reload in a defense that was lasting like everything in one no. draft. No, they're unserious. Jimmy wins games. Dang it. No, he doesn't. He's not going to win games. The 49ers win games. <laughs> Kyle, Shan- Kyle Shanahan wins games. Jimmy was their quarterback. Uh, yeah, I think I, master. all I'm saying is that that okay. 49ers scheme is no more on his side. That is true. In, so I think we're really going to see who Jimmy but, is. But you year. know what is? Jimmy G. Pack Josh Jacobs and Devonta Adams. So Very good saying. players. Uh, the- and look at that Devonta Adams wide open the ball is 20 yards <laughs> short down the field would have been a walk-in touchdown yeah. I love uh, some- also Jimmy G injured on the play wasn't touched out three weeks I'm such a loyalist that's what's gonna happen I don't even I'm like I'm like okay that is funny but I'm like Jimmy's not the Raiders bad. defense gives up <laughs> 28 points a, a game let's see guy. if uh <laughs> Let's see if oh, Jimmy G can score that, 30 a game. And that, that's where the point is. Yeah. Just saying. 
No, I'm in regards to the Jets today, though, super interesting as we approach this draft conversation, what they're going to do. They killed last year. Oh, they're awesome. I mean, Brees Hall, either either uh, first by himself, if he doesn't get first, hurt, first or second. Lord. They were first or second. Yeah. However, whoever you're asking, I mean, you're asking. well, the New York teams. Both did great. They, I, I, that, that was to me, mm-hmm. it was one, two right there last year. Yeah, we talked about that at the end I of the mean, draft. Where and, like, wow, and, these teams are, did great. And yeah, like New York and New York and then Philly right behind them. You know, like that was just that was so smart. You don't get to where you don't get to the Super Bowl without draft night last year. I mean, mm-hmm. their their front office could easily have just taken all oh, all of the awards last year. And they're going to reap the benefits this year in this draft yeah, from what they did last year. Yes, it's going to be really interesting to see because they've got went two in the to first. the Super Bowl and there. have a top 10 pick. Yep. Brilliant. That's pretty good to me. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, the other team that went to that Super Bowl is picking where they should. Mm-hmm. I think, and we're all grateful. And they're going to be in the Super Bowl yeah. next year. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Doesn't matter. Stinking Chiefs. Patrick uh, Mahomes is really good. He's Patrick Mahomes is good at football. Pretty, pretty you heard it here football. first, Dan, Daniel Jeremiah uh, released an article today. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is really good at football. Uh, he's been watching some film. Uh, yeah. So we got to... Uh, as we approach the draft conversation, there's a couple questions that we're asking. Um, and like, I want to talk for a moment before we dive into all the picks, like about the history of the draft. I was watching, I watched that clip today uh, about the 20 year anniversary of the Vikings not getting their pick in. I remember so that good. draft. I was 19 when that happened. And, or well, I was 18 going on 19. And I was like watching it and it literally like, they don't get the pick in. And I'm just going, so what, what do we do? Like, it was just so awkward. And uh, that was when the draft really like blew up on TV. It was early 2000s. All of a sudden, it was four days of coverage and ESPN was wall to wall. The first time anybody was really watching the combine was around 2000 on TV. It was, it was broadcasted before, but it was kind of like yeah. the Ocho. You know, yeah. like it was, it was buried back in coverage. It wasn't live and all that. And now they were like prime timing all that That's, stuff. Yeah. When the and NFL Network started like two years, three years after that. It was like it, it right around there, so fast. actually. Yeah, like the 03, I think, or something like that. No, actually, I think it was right around 2000. Yeah, some, I remember something like that. Our, our uh, um, friend of the show, mutual buddy, uh, Ben and I watched. He was the first person I knew that had the NFL Network. And we watched it at his house when I was like 16. But um, no, it was, it really did take off. So I was watching that today. And one of the comments and debates that's been going on uh, in the last couple of weeks that I've seen a lot of different places is uh, in reference to historical drafts, like what are some of the best and worst drafts? And so I put out the challenge to us to kind of look through the history of drafts and and get a few opinions on what is the greatest draft of all time. I have I have a particular feeling, and because it was my question, I have no problem going first. Yeah, uh, and I'll set I'll set it here. Um, I am a very big fan of what is known as possibly the greatest quarterback draft of all time. Um, and it's not anytime recent. We did put some parameters on this, by the way. Yes. Uh, because one, uh, Grant is not that old and Jameson's not a ton older than Grant. Uh, if we're being fair about it. <laughs> And I think if I said some of the names that were on the 1970s classes, Grant was going to be like, uh, uh, no. Oh, you probably <laughs> test me. I probably know who they are. I probably didn't watch a lot of That's fair. You, you would probably know several, I, to be, to be yeah. fair about it. So my, uh, but we did say 45 years was going back. Okay. So we could go as far as uh, 78. Um, 
I went pretty close to that at least. I went 40 back and I went to 1983, the quarterback class, John Elway, uh, Dan Marino, and Jim Kelly, all in the same class. John Elway, obviously the first one taken in that draft uh, for the then Baltimore Colts. Um, but uh, I, you look through it, there's eight Hall of Famers on this. Uh, Eric Dickerson, uh, offensive tackles, Jim Covert, Bruce Matthews, uh, who's an absolute beast, could murder people in today's game, no problem. Uh, Daryl Green, who a lot of people to put in the top three, four in terms of all-time corners, and a uh, man-eating giant named Richard Dent, who played defensive end and tackle in the NFL for a very long time. A late-round draft pick, by the way. A late-round draft pick who was a just... Dude, if you look at his shoulders... Like he was taken in the eighth <sighs> round, which we don't even have anymore, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Fair no, enough. He, he was absolutely incredible. I, Eric Dickerson, to me... Like when you look at this, if you're just taking a f- like five years out of anybody's career, I'll take Dickerson out of everybody on there. Absolutely. Like, and and, makes, but, but to be makes oh, me sick because he was a Ram. I said that out loud, didn't I? Dang it, John Elway with two Super Bowls to finish, and he walked off. Ah, I like. I'll take Elway. But you said five years. I'll take Elway's last five years. Ah, that's fair. I don't know. Yeah, my bad. I feel like that's has a little bias. Elway. What, what bias does Matt have to Elway? No, anti-bias. Oh, to, to because Dickerson. it's Dickerson. Oh, I yeah. love Eric Ram- Dickerson, though. <laughs> I don't Rams. care that he's a Ram. Like, no, I love Eric Dickerson. Dude, you want to watch good old football. Like, that dude getting his jersey torn, running human beings over is awesome. Yeah. Tall, tall runner. Yeah. I, I love a tall running running back. I don't know. Like, Looking Derrick you Henry, dead in like, the eyes he runs, just, buries you. <laughs> so it's good. like Terminator run. Yeah. I love it. Oh, and like, he had, the, he had the elbows that were flexed out. It wasn't all inside. Mm-hmm. So like he comes up to you and he literally looks like he's just punching you in like, like in the air. It was, oh, it was crazy. And he didn't slow down. Loved him. But so 83 is my class. I know there's some good debatable classes. Uh, I, I mean, we were we we're going to talk about one other question is going to be really interesting in a minute in terms of individual teams. But like, uh, yeah, this to me, I there's not I think there's only one other class that has eight Hall of Famers. So and that's from more than 45 years ago. Yes. And, it's from and, and I would agree with you. I, I put down the 83 draft. Uh, it, the, I mean, you get Dan Marino. You get Eric Dickerson, who still holds the single season rushing record. I mean, it's ridiculous. But, I mean, four quarterbacks went to the Super Bowl out of this draft. Uh, Marino, Elway, Tony Eason with the Patriots. People forget about that guy. And then uh, Jim Kelly. But you also got Ken O'Brien, who was another quarterback who played for the oh, Jets, yeah. who had a prolific career. Um He's the 80s baller. Yeah, and uh, so you've got, you've got 15 pro bowlers out of this draft. and it was O'Brien and then Testaverde was after, right? Yeah, and yeah. then and, well, and you got, as a 49ers fan, it's, you got to bring up Roger Craig, who's borderline Hall of Famer anyway. I mean, the first 1,000-thousand yes. guy ever. And so you've got, I mean, it's, it's, it's an amazing draft. And uh, this draft was best known for its QBs, but it also helped build some of the best offensive line and defensive lines in the NFL for the next 16 years. It is loaded with top tier offensive needs of his linemen. Yep. And, um, well, and this is the yeah. area where a lot of offensive linemen didn't get the notoriety and didn't get in too. And yeah. so there are guys that easily could have, there are, there's, I think there's four guys in this, uh, outside of Matthews. So well, you'd probably be including Jim covert in that, that I read that, um, that made three or more pro bowls. There's yeah. four other dudes besides Matthews. So like, that's, 
that's just a sick draft. Class. By the way, the eighty-five Bears, seven starters came out of this draft. Oh, that, for that for yeah. that team, nice little tidbit, kids. Yeah, three Didn't three of the five starting offensive linemen came out of this draft for the Bears. Okay, for the for yeah. the for their eighties uh, teams. Grant is prepped and ready, and I know that because he's not looking at his phone, so he knows what his answer is, and he's ready. Actually, I don't know. I'm a little 10, 11, torn. or twelve. 10, 11, or twelve. No, <laughs> no. You, you're not going Seahawk draft well, for this. Well, no, not no, not for this. No, okay. just best of all time. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go seven. Okay, so seven's got Adrian Peterson, a good one, That's Calvin Johnson, Pat. Patrick Willis, Darrell Revis, Joe Thomas, Marshawn Lynch. That's six Hall of Famers right there. Yeah. I've, eventually, for some of them, we had a discussion yeah, that's about. Fair. Yeah, about we, some, we, but I mean, it's also got Marshall Lynch Yonda today. in there, who was a man eater on that, on that Ravens O line nope. for a long time. And also, this is part of two. Th- these are players that I watched like 07. I started watching in like when I was, I was probably around this age when I started like kind of watching football. I went to my first game like the year before this draft. Okay. Um, so like, so like, dude, to me, Adrian Peterson's the best running back I've ever seen. Like yeah. in person, uh, Calvin Johnson his rookie year. He looked like the best running back we'd ever <laughs> yeah. seen. Yeah. Well, he tore his ACL and then came back and won MVP. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, that dude, that dude is incredible. Game. I mean, yeah. also specimen. Calvin Johnson's probably the best specimen of a wide receiver. He might be the best specimen period to ever play the game. I mean, oh, also those true. two right there. But then you get you get also get some of the defense. You get Patrick Willis, who I'm sure you guys know very well. Uh, Patrick we, Willis. If if uh, I did. Well, Seahawks did, too. Well, there's if Trent Bulk wasn't a human being, like it didn't exist, yeah. uh, we the whole world would know who Patrick Willis is. Yeah, I mean, literally the whole world because Trent Bulk hosed him. Yeah, and then you also got Darrell Revis in there. I mean, come on, Revis Island. I mean, that's I was about to make, make a statement, but I'm not going to. Um, but I mean, he's he's one of the best to ever do it. Yeah, you know, right there. True. And then you've got Joe Thomas. I mean, also. Probably one of the best to do Dude, it at his like, position, right the, there. The best, like the best on the worst team. Oh yeah, yeah. you fell for that dude. Absolutely true. Yeah. Also, <laughs> it was fascinating to see when he retired how much weight he lost. It was he didn't look Dude, recognizable. Joe Thomas is a good-looking man. Yeah, he looks phenomenal. When you, when you drop eighty pounds, that tends yeah, to happen. Oh, shredded. dude. Speaking of, did you guys see the oh, Russell Okung? Okung? Oh, yeah, sorry, my bad. Yeah, but dude. Like, oh my gosh. Um, who he is ripped? Yeah. You see Staley. Yes. Yeah. It's, they, they, it's so they weird. They get out of the NFL and they drop 80 pounds and Freaking they look fantastic. Mo- it's the it's most Moose unhealthy. Johnson was like the first guy I remember doing that, the fullback from the Cowboys. Dude, tackle and might like, be the most, uh, O line in general, might be the most like unhealthy job in, in the world. Yes. You have to eat all this food. You get hit all the time. You get hurt all the time. Yeah. And you have to be overweight. So my, I have a buddy who played for the Beavers, uh, played for Oregon State, and, he, and then uh, blew out. Both knees while yeah. at Oregon State his sophomore year, um, he blew out one in the in spring game. Not blew it out. He had a, his uh, small tear on his left one, and then three games in uh, to the fall, he recovered really quick. Back when you did that, and they don't do that now. Yeah. Um, played with braces, and then in the fall, uh, full ACL, uh, MCL on his right one. End up finishing his career at the Siskiyous. But he said when he was training for D one ball. He was eating seventy five hundred calories a day. It's insane. No problem. It's insane. But like, so I, I think I there's so much just much. in there. But then you <sighs> add in Marshawn Lynch right there, who's who's I think also one of the best of the last decade and a half or so running backs we've seen. We've also got you know Marshall Yonda there, and I'm, I'm sure there's, there's many many others. Yeah, Marshawn has the benchmark numbers. Yeah, he does. He does. He, he'll, he will get there. Yeah, he yeah. will. Plus, uh, the NFL loves Marshawn Lynch, uh, every, and the fans love Marshawn. He's so funny. He'll go into the Hall of Fame just for the beast. Oh, break. he's so. 
I mean, honestly, the, like the one run, they, they play that yeah. for all the commercials. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah. it is like what it is. the, uh, I really like how the UFC hall of fame has like, they put fights in the hall of fame. Yeah. They should have something similar where it's like, we're putting NFL moments in the hall of fame. That Ooh, like, that, oh, that's a well, fantastic. It's like a Absolutely. hall of fame moment. I mean, so like beast mode, the, uh, Randy uh, Moss's first half. Yeah. Three catches, three yeah. touchdowns, 163, 64. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Things like that. That that one. Uh, you you have like the immaculate catch in there, like like Hall of Fame moments. Dave, David, what's his the face? Malcolm the Butler, Tyree, Tyree the Malcolm catch. Butler interception. Yep. Yeah, the yep. Julian Edelman catch. Yeah, like those types yeah. of things. Absolutely, should absolutely be on the wall in the Hall of Fame. Just uh, yep. And because literally, you could go like visit the oh. Hall of Fame, and instead of having busts, you just have like all of these Dude, like D Hop versus the Bills. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, just crazy Five guys on him. The Miami <laughs> yeah. Miracle, the Minneapolis yeah. Miracle, like all yep. those. All oh, those types Miami of moments. Miracle. That's so uh, that's good. a favorite. That's <laughs> Anything so that makes the freaking Patriots look The other bad. one I think that needs to be talked about, I don't know if you're going to say it uh, for yours, but an honorable mention for me that I was testing it was is 89 because yeah. you get Barry Sanders and list. Deion Sanders. That, and that right there, that gives, that, you, was, that gives you, in my opinion, best running back of all time, best cornerback of all time right there. Like they're, they're one. And there, and there. No, that's a good. That's a good way to pitch it. I think that there's is. four Hall of Famers in the class. Oh right? well, there's five. Troy, Troy Aikman. Five? Okay. Troy Aikman's in there. That's He's in great. that. Let me look. I had yes, it. Yes, he is. Because yeah. I was going to be. Derek Thomas is in there. I was. I was like thinking oh, about. Man. I was thinking about that. Um, that's so they got Barry rate. Sanders, Troy Aikman, Derek Thomas, Dion, and Steve Atwater. Yeah. Are the five Hall of Famers? Oh famous. man. Like that. that that's that really class. good. But I just had to go. Oh, Steve Atwater, was, super underrated. In terms by the of like the number, like because you said when was there in your seven? Eight. Eight. Um, the 07 one, I think, has six yeah. right there. And so, like, that was, like, I think in terms of numbers of right, Hall of Famers. Right, but Marshawn's still on his way. No, yeah, he's still on his way. And, and a couple other yeah. ones, like, uh, no, I think, I think the rest of them are in. But no, like, no, Abe Peterson. Oh, he's not in yet. Yeah, Peterson yeah. will be. Oh, he will dude. be. Yeah. He better Absolutely. be. If it's not, no. the Hall of Fame's a joke. Burn it down. Yeah. No joke. Yeah. So Terrell Davis gets in, but Peterson doesn't. Come on. Oh, my gosh. That would be stupid. Is, uh, I'm trying to think, is Marshawn, Marshawn and Gore going in at the same time? Marshawn retired last year, right? No, it was two years ago. I can never remember exactly when Gore retired because I felt like he was just kind of lingering for well, like he was a, a jet, little bit. And he, he played for the Jets 2020, 2021. That's and yeah. he had like 500 yards. Like he's I'm pretty just, sure. He, he so produced like, in some level. Yeah, I think Marshawn and him might be the same class. Because Marshawn Or didn't eligible play for same time anyway. Yeah, he didn't play for a year and he came back for a year. Right? I don't, I don't think like either yeah. of them are going to get in first one. No. Well, Frank Gore no. is... The standard. I on, think Frank Gore still like has a better case than most people would think. Uh, absolutely, it, longevity I, is a thing. I, I, yeah. I would love 10, 1,000 yards. Seasons. I would love for someone yeah. to try to tell me that he's not. That's if, you, if you're listening to this, like it's call the same in. people who say we, that we, Mike we, Evans we, is not a Hall of Famer. It's like Mike, have you paid attention? Mike Evans <laughs> doesn't need to play another down, and he's a Hall of Famer. Yes, yeah. look at the numbers. He doesn't need to do it, and he, he has the ring. He's he is one of that were like the deciding factor for some. He is one of two guys. Two guys to run the gauntlet on t- on one thousand yard seasons for ten years uh, at his position to start the career. Like one of two guys, that is ridiculous. Plus the Super Bowl, the only like the only thing Jerry had on him was three Super Bowls and an MVP. Like that, yeah. like you know it, he had mm-hmm. two more Super Bowl and he's Jerry. But yeah. but numerically not that far off. Like mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. Not that bad. Jerry has the touchdowns, obviously. Well, yeah, yeah. he's never yeah. gonna be touched. Yeah, that no, regard, no, no. I don't think not in that department. Um, not by wide receiver. No, no. Some someday they're going to recreate Adrian Peterson with better knees, and that type of player is the only one I feel like is going to touch Jerry's touch yards. 
Or, touchdown. Oh, touchdowns. Touchdowns. Yeah. I think that's that's who's going to get Jerry's touchdown record. Is it's going to be a running back, some freakazoid that, that plays some hybrid, it like plays that twelve to fifteen year career, and and maybe the numbers aren't quite there. It's the last just three, easier but, for running backs to score. Yeah. So like if you can have the longevity Eckler style player. Yeah. Or a yeah. McCaffrey. Yeah. If yep. you have the longevity. Yes. And when they when they start field. making bionic yeah. knees, that guy is going to beat Jerry's record. Yeah. Because I don't understand how Jerry Rice played that long. B. John Robinson? Are you, you talking about B. John Robinson? <laughs> I might be talking about B. John Robinson. Uh, We're getting yeah, into so it later, so man. Yeah. What do you got, Jameson? Let's move on quick. Um, I was going to say 89. Um, yeah, that was like my initial reaction. But I'll do something a little more recent, and I will okay. go 2011. Mm. Uh, um, obviously, draft. obviously, no Hall of Famers yet, right? Uh, just because it's too recent. But um, I think you could probably argue it's maybe the best draft of like the last two decades. Sure. Uh, overall. It's up there. Um, as far as Super Bowl MVPs, it's kind of funny. They're uh, Malcolm Smith and Von Miller. Um, maybe not people that you would initially think would be Super Bowl mm-hmm. MVPs come from that class. But uh, you do get uh, A.J. Green, Patrick Peterson, Julio. Uh, obviously, J.J. Watt is in there, and he wasn't Julio, even a top 10 so pick. You, that's, that's definitely two. I'm just counting Hall of Famers here. Hall of Famers, yeah. Um, one, which, by the way, you have to go deep into the sixth round for mm-hmm. the 191st overall pick, Jason Kelsey. Oh, that's all that favorite kids mm-hmm. of that draft. Uh, that that's that's top that, two or three at his position. If you're not counting yeah. Von Miller, though, you might be in trouble too. Yeah, no, Von Von. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, that yeah. With respect, that's Super three. Bowl Super Bowl MVP for Von sure, yeah. Von Miller Von Miller J J Watt Julio, uh, definitely in Kelsey's in. Yeah, yeah I'm scrolling through. Um, that's the four. top of the obviously Cam Newton was also that draft first overall. Not going to make the Hall of Fame. Not going to make the Hall of Fame, but an NFL MVP, Hall of Fame level talker. That that's true. For sure. That's true. Um tries away from a football when it's also kind of kind of a slept on guy. I mean, me as a Ram fan, easy to say Robert Quinn was also in that draft. Good player. Um, solid career. Solid that's a player. good, not great. Cam, but Cam Jordan career. was in that draft as well, twenty fourth pick to the Saints. Well, that would be interesting to look at those numbers. Mark Ingram was picked also in the first round. Nice. Solid injuries. Career. Injuries. Solid. Yeah. Good career though. Um, yeah, Cam- good career. Cameron Hayward also drafted. Yeah, in, in the first great round career. Of that, so great career played a position where he doesn't get numbers. Yeah, so I I think as far as like recent drafts, TV. recent drafts, pretty big fan of that. Um, Kyle Rudolph also in the the second round there. So there's like some pretty good players, but obviously pretty top heavy. Yeah. Um, but you have JJ Watt also in that draft, just being such one fantastic. of the one of the best defensive players I've been able to see. Well, the reason I wanted to ask the question is because I love like I love this week. It is I it's literally outside of the first week of the season and uh, the playoffs. last week of the regular season going into the playoffs. These, this is my third favorite week of the year. I hate Super Bowl week because that means the end is coming. Hate yep. it. Um, and especially if my team is in it, I enjoy it even less because I literally am a nervous wreck the whole time. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, this is one of my favorite weeks and I think it's just cool to look back and remember all these different players that had such an impact on the game, had such an impact on us. Like I, like what Grant was saying, like these guys are the first players I remember, like really yeah. watching and getting into. Like I remember watching Dan Marino as a kid. That was one of the first uh, cards I had. I had a mm-hmm. Joe Montana rookie card uh, uh, that I traded for uh, Dan Marino rookie and uh, for uh, Irving Fryer rookie and a Ricky Waters rookie card. I traded my, my friend was a really big Fortnite fan like me, so I got it, all three of those for Joe. Montana. That's interesting because I had a that's when I got into football. The though. first card that I really remember getting was the Adrian Peterson rookie card. Yeah, like had one it, of those two. Yep. Yeah, like that was like one of the first cards I like remember. I I remember like opening it and like losing my mind. Yeah, 
And even though I, I, I was just like dipping my toes in the football, I still know who I still knew who Adrian Peterson was. Yeah. At that point. So since you guys are too young for this, I will tell you, Adrian Peterson, by the way, was on every single one of my fantasy football teams his rookie year. And I and I had him. I had three keeper leagues. I was playing four at the time. I kept him obviously in three yeah. in in all three of those <laughs> leagues. But I went did you all win in by on that guy. What's yeah, that? I, did you win by a million? I won every league that year. I'm not. I went four <laughs> yeah. zero. I I and I dominated two of them. I really one wish he the broke league, the all time so. rush the game rushing. Uh, oh, he got so close. Record. He yeah. was like three yards away. Yep. Dude, just feed him the rock until he falls over. Like at that yeah, point, right? right? You just, you Find a way to get him that. I mean, even out. even like I forget the last time he played, but when he was like, I forget which team he was on, but when he bounced around for a little bit, he still had some really solid years towards the end. I mean, he had some really good years with the Vikings at the end. Yeah, coming back from suspensions, things like that. Man, he was so good. The NFL draft changes so much. Um, the only other, I, don't know, I mean, I also chose eighty three, but 04 was was a yep. close one for me yep. with all those quarterbacks: Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger. Eli, yeah, exactly. I, like, that was another one I was just telling Grant when you guys were chatting. I was like, I kind of have. I that looked one at those quarterbacks and I was all like, I don't. I think they're all Hall of Famers. Like on it, like really close to being all like mm-hmm. Philip yeah. Rivers. Just the numbers. You're like the counting stats on those guys. Even if they don't have like, well, at least in Philip Rivers' case, doesn't yeah. have Drew Brees. We didn't say Drew Brees. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean. Yeah, it, it's it's loaded. That, that's literally so like yeah. my football life because I was, was nine years right old in there? 2004. Yeah. So it's like all those quarterbacks that are now mostly retired at this point, mm-hmm. if yeah. not fully retired. And they probably was, should be. <laughs> it, <yeah. laughs> honestly, I remember watching like I remember watching that draft as well and just sitting there thinking like, this is insane. Like these guys are all stupid good. And and then getting to watch them their first three years, like Roethlisberger won a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. you know, like, it, but he was kind of a nobody in that draft. And like he was like an afterthought. He almost. was, he was the afterthought out yeah. of all those guys. He was the afterthought. Yeah, he, he was the after, Everybody and, yeah. was like, well, he's really big. And I remember, I remember listening to, <laughs> it's so funny now because now it's like, they gotta be big. Yeah. It's just yeah. so funny now how yeah. the NFL has changed where it's but, now where we're knocking the guy who's going to go number one in this draft because he's small, but I'll give him, I'll give him credit. Mel Kuyper was the one banging the table on that one. Yep. He was all, he was all in on Roethlisberger. He goes, he's like, it's the arm strength. It's the, and he's just like going off about all this stuff. And then, and somebody called him slow. And he goes, and he goes, doesn't matter if you're slow, if you can't be brought to the ground. <laughs> and he's he bigger through. than your linebackers. And, and he kept, and that was the first time I remember hearing the word elusive, <laughs> like constantly on a, yeah. on a quarterback was on Roethlisberger. Mm. And which you watch early career, especially first five years. You couldn't, it wasn't just like getting a, a, like, oh, I, I got a hand on him, but he's so hard to bring down. He literally was just hard to get a hand on because he mm-hmm. read the pocket pocket so well and he could move up field fast and he was getting five. He was getting eight. No problem. And I mean, you just, he was frustrating defenses and, and for a guy his size, you just didn't see that yeah. kind of mobility. Well, he also the had the, the arm strength to where even if you did wrap him up, like he can still yeah. throw a dot. Yeah. And Before the beautiful you get him down part was can. this dude was running a system. He what they literally did not want to throw the ball more than twenty five times in a game. Like that was their goal his first three years. Yep, and that's what got him to a Super Bowl and won it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, that in a certain situation, uh, according to certain people that are a part of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, stupid, but no, I I just that was a great draft. That's oh, those are all really good, so man. Stupid. Like seriously, I I think I think those are. Really, I wasn't even watching football memories. then, but I just I now I'm like doing looking back and watching <laughs> I that whole game. That guy. I hate it. Uh, anyway, okay, Grant will be more excited about this one because their his team has done a phenomenal job 
over the years three, drafting. I looked three straight years. Three 10, 11, straight 12? years. I yeah. mean, that yeah. front it's office so between it's 10, 11, 12, right? Yeah. yeah. I, that front office is the Seattle Seahawks. Then the question is, what team has had the greatest draft of all time? Greatest draft class. I very well could be just the Seahawks might own one, two, three, but make your cases against yeah. it. Uh, if you got a strong opinion, I'd love to hear yours. Somebody else's first, but um, I'd love to combat against Grant here and give somebody the option. Um, well, that's naturally what I had to, which I should have probably assumed that. So I'm going to try looking up what my second option would be Go for while, it. We, while we do this. <laughs> I'll say I, I have one for you. Okay, okay let's hit it. I am going to say the 91 Dallas Cowboys. Oh, okay. Okay. And, and here's just a few little things here. They had 18 picks in that draft. They wheeled and dealed so much. That's, an, that's so obscene. They literally, I mean, okay, so this is the team that already had their triplets, right? They had Smith. They had mm-hmm. their ride receiver. They had their quarterback. And then they came in and they're like, we're going to build a dynasty. And, the, and this is the draft they did it with. Um, they were dominant offensive and defensive linemen, starting linebackers. They're starting DBs that they had for their three Super Bowl run. They should have been four Super Bowls built off of this team if it wasn't for Jerry Jones. Just go back, and there's been books written about this, about them getting 18 draft picks mm. in 1991. Wow. It is such a phenomenal, yep. and, and no, they didn't hit on every single one, you can't. But, it, but it is that machine gun style that they just utilized to literally just build a complete, fill in this team that dominated and went to the playoffs for the next 15 years almost like they didn't miss a playoff game until the 2000s basically like this dallas team just went and went and went it is so filled with just who they needed to compete all those fill-in players those rotational players it it's not big names but it is it is just an entire team that they drafted basically i mean you're ridiculous three-year run off uh, this that, that to be fair started with the draft class two years prior michael With Troy Ryan, yeah and and michael is michael Irvin 88 or 89 uh, i think it was aikman and then they got uh ache or it was aikman and then michael Irvin, and i think they got emmett smith after that or right. vice versa yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then 1991 they're all like okay smith is the youngest in. of the three yeah. yeah and then we and then after that after 91 they were in the playoffs in the playoffs super bowl super bowl mm-hmm. loss of the 49ers okay. because jimmy johnson got fired and honestly as much as i am a 49ers fan I think if Jimmy Johnson is still in that building, I don't know if the 49ers even go to the Super Bowl that year. Mm. And then they won again next year with a different coach. All of those players were on the same team. And they only won run. because of that. those players. That coach was a bum. Yeah. <laughs> Not <laughs> going to lie. Yeah. Not like, going to lie. I, well, I forget his name, but yeah. That, that and they uh, went ahead and got that Deion Sanders guy. Um, yeah, that guy. But uh, I, I'm just saying, like, 91, that team, that, that is a master class on what you can do in the draft. And, and that's why I'm picking that team. Well, and the, and the trade that preceded that got them all 18 picks was ridiculous. It was, it was a fantastic so, trade. It was, it was like beautiful. they were all. Herschel Walker drop was. Yeah. It, it, Walker. Yeah. It, they're all like, why are you trading this guy? Because oh, yeah. it's fantastic. Because this is going to give us 18 picks. All right, Grant. Which one did you pick? Uh, this you is had hard. to pick one. I had to pick one. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go to the 2012 one. 2012 okay. draft. Um, obviously three years, three years in a row, they hit on their picks, but I'm going to go 2012 Seattle Seahawks just because you drafted the two best players of that franchise ever in that draft. Okay. Um, I love Steve Largent. He's incredible, 
but he didn't get you to Super Bowl like like the like two of these guys did and Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner. Um my first pick was Bruce Irvin, who had a really good career. Um obviously they gave uh coming out of this draft, they gave everyone gave them an awful grade, a horrendous grade. They gave him a D uh grade out of their, their total draft. But they got so the first pick they got Bruce Irvin, who's had a, had a really good career. And they drafted uh Bobby Wagner, who I actually in my opinion is the best player in this draft. Um Bobby Wagner is a surefire Hall of Fame, been the best middle linebacker for like Pretty much 10 Welcome years. home this year, by the way. Yeah, I'm oh, so happy. Um, and then you got what Russell Wilson, easily the best quarterback our franchise has ever had. Um, no matter what anybody wants to say now, easily the best quarterback. Matt Hasselback erasure. I mean, I love Matt we Hasselbeck. We want the ball and we're going to yeah. win. Sorry. Yeah. It just yeah. automatically <laughs> comes out of my yeah, mouth every so time good. I say his name. Honestly, that's my instant memory of Matt Hasselbeck, too. Um, I was sitting in an Abby's but, pizza when that but happened. So, but so in, in the draft, you get you get those two guys. You improve from a 7-9 seven, a seven and nine record last year to 11-5 and five and are a play away from being in the NFC Championship game that season. The rookie of Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner there. But you also get Robert Tur- Turbin. If you're a Seahawks fan, you know him. He was great depth for uh, Marshawn Lynch. Um, he, he was a goal line guy. He was really solid. Um, you also get Jeremy Lane, a great nickel corner who um, had a pick in the oh, what Super Bowl was it? Uh, the one that we lost, I think. He, he, he got a pick there. He was a great nickel corner. He just couldn't stay healthy. He was really good. Also drafted J.R. Sweezy, who was the monster. Um, was a monster guard for us, um, winning that Super Bowl that year too, who came in and just was a massive man of a human. Um, what else you got there? Yeah, those are like though those are like the three of the the main guys of, of the, who contributed to that team. But I just think the instant success that they had after they're finding their quarterback, finding their middle linebacker, you got your two captains right there for ten years. Like they, that's how long both of them. Well, Bobby's going to play for an eleventh year with Seattle, but you get ten years of. I mean, they were in in the playoffs. They were always, you know, right there, um, you know, deep in playoff runs every year um, because of really, of really that. And I mean, Russell Wilson saved Pete Carroll's career. Um, totally did because well, that in the Legion of Boom. That I, I, mean, from, I mean, yeah, from that 2010 too. to 2012, but even, building even, the Legion even of Boom. With, even with that, though, even last, even the year before, they had the entire Legion of Boom at that point they didn't draft any Legion of Boom players um, in 2012. They still only went seven and nine. They had a great def- they, had a, they had a good defense, you know, and that kind of stuff. But Pete Carroll had a losing record before Russell Wilson. I, I will remind. So the the 2010 is it's really good. The, this this is uh, why do I say it wrong every time? I get it mixed up in my is it Okung Okung Okung. I always say it wrong. Okung. Uh, nobody's surprised. Uh, but remember that that is that is him uh, with the number six. Earl Thomas was their 14. Is that Cam Chancellor? Year yep. Two? And Cam Chancellor was 133 in the that fifth draft. round. I, I agree, though. I mean, I do agree of the of those drafts. You, in, and then 11 is uh, Richard Sherman. Yeah, uh, is that's Richard really Sherman the here. big one. That's really the big one yeah. there. Fifth round. I mean, yeah. he's I mean, for most people, he's the best of those three ever. Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, Richard Sherman. Like he's the he's the most definite lock in the Hall of Fame because it was pretty much Revis and him. In terms of I, top top two, I don't corners. disagree with that. I mean, it's I personally dang, think I love those safeties. Though. Cam Chancellor is so good. I love. So I love. Good. You know what's I, crazy in general is that 2010 draft. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah because, that's up there uh, on the list. There's a Steelers team. Mm-hmm. Well, 2010? There, there's even another one. What's the that, other one? I don't know if I want to spoil it yet because oh, you're, it's it's you're up, dude. Oh, up, you're up. up. If it's you, go. Um, I'm actually going to pick, and it's and it's not even that they had the most like stacked draft loading everywhere, but I'm going to take mm-hmm. the 2010 New England Patriots. 
Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Because that's Devin McCourty, yep. Gronk, Brandon that. Spikes, Aaron Hernandez, and <laughs> if anything, which obviously you know that's a whole different thing, but for me, that's kind of like reloading for basically like the second and third part. Run. Of, it's the run. It's, it's, the, it's, it's the second dynasty. Yeah, of that dynasty. So I don't think you know as good as Tom Brady is, <laughs> you if you don't reload like that for the second half of your career. Um, I, I think it's really different. I was totally thinking about the 2010 Steelers as well. Yeah. Um, so that, that 2010 is just stacked. Yeah. Like I, it, I really like the point that you're making there, Jameson, with reload. Cause I mean, how many of these quarterbacks, even in the, like the 2004 draft that we were talking about, they won a Super Bowl early and then they, they couldn't get it again because the team couldn't reload. Yeah, right. They couldn't I mean, we always around. like when we look at the, the career of the GOAT. Yep. We have the front loaded Super Bowls and then there's a lot of time Ten in, years. in between coming back and doing it again. And this draft is kind of the key for that whole thing. You well, yeah, him, like there's a reason now why Gronk is like, if I want a postseason threat, like he's on the short list. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this is part of that draft. Yeah. I mean, that's really good. Yeah. And, 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 and just to be fun about it, I mean, and you get Devin McCourty for a long time. Yeah. Heck yeah. That's not a bad choice. Yeah. You, you get, Murderer on the field and murderer in real life in yeah. the same draft. Exactly. Um, it's real street I mean, license, real yeah. good. You know, obviously we look back on it different now, but at the time when you had both of those guys, oh, it was terrifying. It, imagine it was terrifying. If, if Hernandez was not a real life murderer, like how good that team was. Like, legit, I mean, even the games that he did play, oh my gosh, was, it was like, oh god, he wasn't yeah. even like, like think about the fact that Gronk wasn't getting all those stats when he was on the field. Yeah, how much different Gronk's career? Well, and and the thing with uh with Aaron Hernandez is he was almost kind of like Kelsey esque, where he's like he's not a receiver, but he's not a tight end. He's just kind yeah. of like this. Yeah, Hernandez. He, Hernandez, Hernandez was not a he was not a big blocker. He didn't block much. He was not a big blocker. Yeah, he looked more like a fullback than a tight end because he wasn't as tall. He just he had long arms. He did have that. But like he played in the crouch quite a bit and just kind of got lost. Like mm-hmm. you were saying, like he would just get lost out there and play backyard football. Not that he didn't run decent routes and stuff like that, but he was really good on the broken play and they used play action a ton, mm-hmm. a ton with those two tight end sets. And so, I mean, it, it he was a perfect fit in yeah. what they were doing. He but, also clearly wasn't afraid to get hit because as we yeah. probably know why he also went off the rails. A lot of that was... yeah. <laughs> Yeah, head trauma he, related. He was, but, but but like you watch him and Gronk on the field at the same time. That was the epitome of like big dumb football. It's like, just crazy to think hilarious. back that that was a thing. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. So as tempting as it is for me to highlight a couple of times that my own team drafted two Hall of Famers in the same year, um, I like oh seven six out for me just because of Patrick Wilson, Joe Staley. <sighs> yeah, I, I was looking uh, at that one too. But I I do love this Pittsburgh Steelers 2010 and I'll bring it up just because uh Marquise Pouncey is their number one pick at 18 a center yeah. at 18 yeah. that does not happen and absolutely worth every penny yes yeah Emmanuel Sanders third round went at 82 um and this guy that we have heard of before one of the greater late round steals of all time Antonio Brown went in the 6th round at 195 yeah, who's that the guy? guy got skipped by 194 <laughs> picks. I mean, oh man, so good. Like that until, until he went crazy. Uh, yeah, but he was uh, he was fantastic. I mean, him oh, and yeah. Emmanuel was, Sanders on the same team at the same time. Like that was at the end of Heinz Ward's career. Yeah, those three yeah. guys were on the field with Roethlisberger. I mean that 
just craziness to me uh imagining what that it's kind of like. it's kind of funny how like nobody picked the 2010 draft for like one of the best drafts of all time but then we're highlighting then, three teams and then we're highlighting incredible. three and it's like yeah that I mean, just tells you how bad some some of these drafts were from the yeah. other teams <laughs> i just want to say that i mean i picked 91 just i mean 18 draft or pet draft picks wheeling and dealing your way to 18 draft picks is it's ridiculous crazy. it's yeah. crazy it is i had to bring it up yeah but honestly the only reason i didn't pick 2010 is because i thought for sure this guy right here was gonna pick it right yeah. next to me yeah. i thought i, I thought that's that, where you were going that was gonna it. be that was gonna be my second yeah my second i thought one. that's where you were going with it, it. Yeah, and, and it, i was it, like it i'm gonna be i'm gonna i'm gonna do something a little different i yeah. know he's gonna pick one of those seattle drafts he's oh, gotta yeah. be yeah i have to so so i have uh i do i have a question on i did i didn't give you guys over under before we get into the picks over under on the amount of trades in the first round. Okay. I'm going four. Number, I'll, I'll, I'll be kind. You're not, you're not four even and half your bets the, and going four and a half or we're something? We're going four and a half. We're going to four and a half. I'm going over. Half. You're going over? Yeah, I think that because there's, there's, we're going to talk about it. There's a lot of mystery, I feel like, in this draft. Like, there's not as much surefireness. Like, I mean, in, I mean, do we even do we do we, so? Do you count? Do you mean draft night? Yep. Okay. Uh, period. First round. Yes. I mean, though, if that's the case, then already you're you're at one. With who? Well, we just had a trade. Well, okay. I was, then, I was then, then we're at two. Then I was going to ask: Are we including because, because the Panthers? We're, 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 we're taking it this week. This week. Oh, this oh, week. Okay. Yeah. So from today well, on, so I'm giving you the one. You're not counting comparable so Panthers. You're saying at least four more. I'm saying more than I'm saying more than four. Okay. I'm just saying probably it's probably gonna be probably gonna be five because four, four. I'm just saying four would get you the over at this point. Yes. yes. Yeah. So so at this point so we're four saying more on draft night. Counting one, that means counting three. One. We would need three more to hit the over. No four because I put oh, it at four and a half. Four and a half. Okay. Four and a half. Mm, I'm taking the over. I might take the under, but I think it might be like four is going to be like the. How many number. did we have last year? It was like a record. It was ridiculous. I know it was ridiculous. Yeah. That's but why it was, it was so a fun. huge wide receiver class. And people, yeah. are, and we don't have that this year. Um, right. yeah. The wide receiver class. There's there's a couple oh, of guys. Yeah. I mean, you're talking and then three, it's, four it's, in consideration. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I think that's going to drive it. It's just, it's just the offensive depth is not as there like it was last year. Mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. going to drive it. So I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take. I think next year could be the, the year where we have another one of those crazy like. Yeah. Everybody wants a slice of what's coming out of that class, but. Yeah. This year, yeah, I think, I mean, well, I think four, but still the ender, just barely. So much stuff that I've watched and looked into this this season for the draft is most everybody's consensus. There's like 15 guys that like guaranteed to go in the first round. After that, everybody's like, we really don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's all based on who they like. Yeah. And if that's the case, you're not, you're going you're to see less trades because they're like, I have to get this guy because I know for sure that they will go. Yeah. And there's only, they're, like, everybody, there's, there's only yeah, like 15 of those guys. This guy's definitely not on this this team's board. Yeah, like, yeah. they so, don't have the need for that guy, and he's, you know, yeah. not necessarily. It's harder to bait guy. people into things this year. Yeah. Unless you have one of those, like, top five picks. So maybe. perspective on the ask of the question. I'm also going to take the under, um, but is because last year there was nine. It's huge. Yeah, and nine. There, it, but the perspective is that there had only been 15 since 2011. Uh, prior to so i mean we're yeah. we're 24 since then total i mean that that was crazy what happened but i think it set a tone too and and i think there are certain teams that are going to uh that, that are going to prosper because they make the trade and they sacrifice picks like the like uh, a scenario like uh eagles whatever i'm trying to think through like one of them was uh, sorry <coughs> 
<laughs> I haven't had anything to drink in like an hour. Um, Grant's dying too. We're, we're timed it well. Um, but no, like there's certain teams are going to sacrifice. They're going to benefit. They know they're close. They're going to make the move. And then other teams are loading up uh, by making those uh, those picks and trading back and taking the depth. So there, there's always different thought processes, but it just seemed like last year, for whatever reason, everybody was like, we can make a move, we can make a move, we can make a move. And it was just crazy. And, and a lot of that, if you remember, it was led by those wide receivers. Yeah. That which was, I mean, which you, we can just go through the list and be like, oh, those were basically pro bowlers as rookies. I mean. Traylon Burks. But yeah. Well, besides, I mean. The injury. Yeah. So, but I mean, Chris Olave, you've got yeah. Williams, like, Olave, Garrett Wilson. Yep. Yeah. Um, it, there was it, a lot of really it was good ones. So good. It was worth it. And they all got moved up for, and for a reason they need, it was, it was, it was, it was a, a good draft. Class. It was a great class. Of well, I'm, so, okay. Looking at it now, we're going to get this out of the way and then we'll start do it. We'll start at 31 here in just a moment. Um, so what are, when you look at the, at the board right now, what are three trades that you think have to happen? Like what three teams are going to make a move? I'll start with my first one. And I think it's by far the most obvious um, that's on the board currently. Although it's starting to seem a little less obvious. Um, I would think that they would do whatever they can because their roster sucks so bad. As per Daniel Jeremiah this last week, the worst roster in the NFL is the Arizona Cardinals. Yes. I would say that the Cardinals have no choice but to pull back. They don't need a quarterback. You draft quarterbacks in the top three. Yeah. Um. So they don't need a quarterback. They do need edge, but there's edge to get in the middle of this there's first round. There's a lot round. of edge depth. And, and even there's in the teams round. with multiple picks who may want to move up. So, uh, you know, it just could be really interesting to see what happens. But I would say the first one has to be the, the Cardinals. That That trade has to happen. Who do I think could do that? I think obviously the Texans, uh, the Texans could do something if they wanted to with their second pick. Um, the Titans have the the flexibility to do it. Even a team like the Eagles, like if they were just in love, which doesn't seem like an Eagles thing to do, especially when they're this close for something. Yeah. Um. You know, they just made the Super Bowl. They lost a key piece, but they were able to keep Slay and all these other things in there. That could be one. I also think they may be trade back candidates, to be honest, depending on the scenario, especially with their second pick. So, and, and they may come up with later in our conversation here, but I think that's one pick that has to happen. Um, anybody else like, or one trade that has to happen? What's, uh, what's one you got? I, I'll, piggybacking off of you, I think the Arizona Cardinals want so bad to trade back and get draft capital. Um, I think the Houston Texans would also trade out. I think they look at this board and everybody, everybody is almost two. Saying, to is saying like they they're not taking a quarterback they're they want defensive players they want to build on this defense which was pretty good last year by the way yeah their secondary the was really good their secondary is fantastic they need they need to get that front set that yeah. front line going um and so if they move back a couple like the colts and people are like oh you're not going to trade but if the colts are gonna everybody's like if the colts trade the cardinals why wouldn't the houston be like we'll give it ours for just a little cheaper we just want the draft capital yeah it, it's like it doesn't matter um teams are Teams are moving to where they'll they'll trade within division, and now it's it's not like it used to be. So you're taking Texans mm-hmm. at two. You think Texans will could should? I, I said all of that to say I don't think either of those teams will find a trade partner. Oh my gosh! Okay, so <laughs> okay. who's your but trade? They, I mean, that's they fair. should. I think the first trade we see is probably the Eagles at ten. Somebody trying to jump in front of the Titans for a quarterback. Okay. You think what? Because because the quarterback's going to fall because of the I think I think run? the Titans. Yep, I think the quarterbacks are uh, quarterbacks going to fall. And I think somebody, the Titans are sitting there. They they need a quarterback. 
their quarterbacks on there last year. Tannehill's on okay. the last year of his contract. I, Everybody looks that at that sense. and be like, you know, that's the, maybe that's where Anthony Richardson falls or somebody else. But they're looking at that and they're all like, okay, um, the Commanders is is one that could. That would be um, interesting. I, I that you bring that up because the Commanders. I, I said this earlier, like they're dumb and for whatever reason yep. hate quarterbacks. But what if they just decided to change the tone with the new projection of the team, the new vision for that team, and everything is going to happen, and they just decide to make the jump somewhere in that range? They they're not making a move with the Eagles. The Eagles aren't giving them jack squat. Yeah, that the inner division trade not going to happen. But around that that marker, that would be interesting to see where they come in. I also looked at uh, the Minnesota Vikings maybe jumping up. You've got Kirk Cousins on his last deal, and maybe they're like, okay, we need Richardson you know, for two years from now, because that's what Richardson is. He's a project. Yep. And so maybe it's the Vikings are all like, okay, Kirk cousins done after this year. We're not paying him $48 million a year. That's because that's what the quarterback market's at now. Like interesting to see if the Vikings would give up on, on taking a receiver high when they let Thielen walk. And that's, that's a good question. And, and we'll get into the draft and see yeah. what I have them doing, but okay. So that, you're taking that the Eagles. number 10 is, is, is the prime spot. I think for draft for, yeah. for a draft raid. Grant, you got a case. Uh, I mean nothing. I mean, I have some probably like a later round one, but like I mean, I, I probably think the Cardinals, Cardinals would would do it. But I mean, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at a team. I think the Bucks may try to move up. They have some. They have some holes to fill. That's a pretty good one for sure. Um, you know, on that on on their on their front on their on on the both sides of the trenches, I should say. Wait, and you can't think that the, I don't. The Bucks have to be in a quarterback conversation too. Yeah. You have to be at one, yeah, for sure. I mean, Hooker's got to be in play for them. There's if there's a, a quarterback that falls, like if Richardson, <laughs> like I'm just saying, that secondary was injured like crazy last year. Yep. Um, I don't know if they lost their so linebacker core is getting old. It's old. Yep. It is old, and also Devin White apparently has requested a trade. Yep. So Heard maybe, that. so maybe they use him in a piece to get up, and maybe, yeah. maybe like that. But that I means that, that makes sense. That's probably going to happen. I mean, they probably trade up to like you know. On 11, 12, 13, they probably move up, you know, five, six spots. Yeah. Probably. Because they're, they're late teens. What they're are 19. They 19. Yeah. That, yeah. So and I could see them, I could see them sending, um, you know, sending Devin White to somewhere like, maybe, I mean, maybe the Texans could, yeah. maybe the Texans, you know, that 12 spot. Yeah. It will you be know, something like that. Somebody's going to get it. I think somebody's going to get a deal on Hooker. Okay. Cause, so I'm not trying to say too much about where we're at with our draft, but I, I, I see Hooker as a second round project <laughs> here. And it would be interesting to see if those teams between like 15 and 30, anywhere in there, in, in, and I'm not naming teams, but just saying in that, in that range, if they desire to move down because Hooker is available. Obviously coming off an in, a knee injury, but everybody says that it's going great. That's not why you don't take him. But yes, you know he's probably not starting in the fall um, you know, right away. So, yeah, so uh, Today they said somewhere ready around November. Yeah. Mid-November. So, so if you've got Hooker in the bag like later, but you've already got a quarterback that can get you through half a season or maybe is this your guy this year? It'd it's, be interesting to see if some teams are willing to trade back. It's funny you say that because I had actually, as I was just scrolling through uh, pages as we were talking about some of the, the best drafts, um, it had one of those autoplay ads and it was somebody who was in a mock draft that was saying, what should teams do? And one of them was the Rams finding a way to do just that with Hooker. Mm-hmm. Which would be I I don't know I like I since I just saw it I would have to like actually look into it to see what that would you, take. So you saying like with their like thirty six pick like a future. maybe yeah and just kind of load that be like hey Stafford's got <laughs> at least a couple seasons hopefully 
So let's let's do that and see what you can get while we don't have the best draft position. I don't know how I'd feel about that. I have to really sit on that. I mean, but just saying, it, as a, as a Rams fan, though, you got some defense to rebuild, mm-hmm. and you need somebody not named Cooper Cup to catch the ball. Yeah, yes. you do. So, I mean, and by the way, Zay Flowers, 36. Uh, yeah, like yeah. that pick. But but not, well, not I don't, more I don't than like I like some of the defensive players you need. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah. So it's funny that you say that, though, because I just happened to like see no, that autoplay in the background. I was like, hmm, interesting. But I think there are going to be not just like the Rams, for example. I think there are going to be a lot of teams that would think of doing something like that. Does it, do any other trades jump out at you? You're like, this one probably should happen. The first one that came to mind was the Cardinals. Um, I'd also heard some stuff about potentially with New England and them sending over like Mac Jones or something like that. Um, Gosh, it'd be crazy for them to do a quarterback reboot at the draft. You know? Yeah. It, very unpatriot-like. Very unpatriot-like, but very I mean, unpatriotic. they are going to draft... A guard from a Oklahoma, but I, it, <laughs> out of high another, school. It's another one of those things where it's like, do we, do we think that now a team would finally change the way, like the Commanders? Like, are the Commanders finally going to do something right? Are the Patriots finally going to change up? Because now it's pretty obvious. Like, hey, you don't have Tom Brady playing quarterback anymore. What you guys have been doing in the draft does not necessarily work because you mm-hmm. don't have them. Yep. Is there going to be some change here finally? And and obviously the Cardinals, they're just kind of. <laughs> screwed and I don't know if what they would get at third is really going to make a difference to them right now Yeah. so um, the only other thing that I had heard um, that I had mentioned to you guys uh, was apparently Detroit's pretty active in trying to move around I don't know what that would mean for them I would believe, I would, I'd believe it I believe it and I think it's all about what happens with their first pick exactly so because they, they also have what 18 they, want. they get the dream I think they're going to maneuver that second pick yeah, exactly. I also think I mean um, I also think Seattle, they're like right there with the Lions. Like yeah. they pick right before them and then they pick right after them. Yeah. Like I think, I think if, the, if, if Seattle also hits their first pick, they're, they're going to move a little bit. I, I personally believe that, that the Lions have a, have, have three things in mind that is the dream. I think they will settle for the, the corners, one of the two corners. Mm-hmm. I think they'll settle for that and they need to reload because of, Okuda's gone, didn't have a great uh, second half of the year, yep. but also uh, he's getting picked on because their secondary is horrible. Yeah. Um, and, but I think they want to bookend real bad. That's Which a, would make sense. They, 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 and, and if they have the option of a, a Wilson at six, if, if teams pass, if Carter falls, um, if, if there's no way that, you know, there's no way Anderson's getting there. But like, yeah. just saying, if one of those two is there, if you could get Wilson... Or you could get Carter at their six or they're six. 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 Yeah. yeah. If, if you get him there, whoo, buddy, that second pick you got becomes invaluable. You can maneuver all over the place because they're the, the cornerback class in the second round is really good. Yes. And yeah. that's their next biggest need. So, I mean, you could maneuver a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Not, not giving any way, uh, anything away when I say that. So I, I agree with that, man. That, I like that's that. probably that's the next take. The next thing I think about. We, I think we talked about this at this point. It would have been before the show, but also with that, um, you know, bringing back the Texans a little bit, not drafting a quarterback at two and doing some stuff later in the draft to yeah. to trade with the Niners for that thirty third pick, uh, trade for Trey Lance, give the Niners that thirty third pick, um, and then the Niners again not having to wait until ninety or whatever pick ninety wherever they are deep in the draft, get something valuable while they're still trying to contend. So yeah, I, I will say I would be surprised if. Pick 30 and 31 there. You've got the Eagles and the Chiefs. If somebody doesn't put together an early second rounder and come up and get that fifth-year option for Hendon Hooker, 
people forget that this guy was on trajectory to be the Heisman Trophy winner until he yeah. hurt himself. I'm, I'm, like he, Tennessee a, was the best were, team in the country. Yeah, they were cooking until he got hurt. So there's a team that has two picks in the first draft that I think this is a really cool sounding home run scenario. What if they took Anderson at two, and then they took Jigba at what is it, eleven, twelve, twelve? 12. And then they took Hooker they at win, 31. They win the draft. They win the draft. Yeah. That would be insane. That that to me would just... I'm saying the Houston Texans, for those of you that aren't good at math, but like genuinely, that right there is a plausible scenario. And Absolutely. honestly, with how weak that division is... Yeah. And right. honestly, you is don't that, give them up. Yeah. Trading with the Chiefs there at the end. Um, yeah. Going from the first pick in the second draft, or the second pick in the second draft, to the last pick in the first, just to get that fifth year option. It's cheap to do that. That's that's it's cheap I to love do that. that. I love that. You get the fifth year on your quarterback. You can put that money onto this onto the fifth and sixth year when you do the extension after four. You, you run that's with uh, Case Keenum and Davis Mills um, for this year, and then or to start Hooker. the year. Yeah, you know, yeah, you see yeah, what Hooker you gets you. You know, yeah. um, they could be that, that you're on the team bill. of the draft where we just leave the draft and we're like, wow, the team that usually sucks actually did really well. Well, I I personally believe they did a brilliant job hiring a head coach. I'm super sad to lose him as defensive coordinator for the Niners, but like I think the Texans are on a good path towards their future. Stole the offensive. that's okay. Quality coach. Uh, it's it's be, okay. Okay. Get some Shanahan style offense over uh, there in Texas. But no, I, 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 I think that would be really incredible just as a dream scenario. And now we're going to get into the actual draft. We're going to start making our selections do the mock draft. We have the Sportsify mock and we are taking on Mike. We're going to see how many picks we can beat Mike with. Um, again, I don't have high hopes for this, but I'm a glasses half empty type of guy. That's who I am. Uh, and uh, so. The format will be snaking. We're going to go first. Uh, home turf is is uh, going first today. Um, but uh, we're, we're going to do pick 31. And reminder that there are 31 picks in this draft because the Dolphins are douchebags. Um, and they tried to get uh, Tom Brady uh, ownership of the team. And, you know, Sean Payton was involved little, there or something. Sean Payton action, all that stuff. Um, and uh, their owner really is not a nice guy. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah, uh, or smart. Or smart. Uh, Inviting all these guys to the yacht, you know, when they're not you know. allowed to talk to them, all that kind of stuff. But they yeah. lost their pick, and so there are only 31 picks. They would have been at 21, if I remember correctly, yep. uh, this year. Um, but uh, there are only 31 picks in the first round uh, due to that forfeiture. So uh, we're going to start out at 31 here and get it going. Um, 31 uh, is one of my least favorite teams in the NFL currently. And uh, in just a moment, the pick will be in. We're queuing the music up. We're getting ready. All the production elements are going into place here. Uh, somebody seeing God Bless America. Uh, we're, we're about to hit it. The flyover take, is coming, people. T- take off your hats. Yeah, take off your hat over hat. Hey, head over, over heart. Let's do the whole thing. <clears throat> yep. Um, do they do that in the draft? Make sure you've no. tied up all well, of yeah, your... Yeah, they do it. Oh, do yeah. They? Oh, okay. Oh, I it's the NFL. <laughs> I didn't know. I don't. Are you kidding me? They get paid Roger Goodell doesn't army, step yeah. to the mic without the national anthem. I don't remember in the them background. doing so. <laughs> when we watched it last year, we 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 came in right as like it right as it started, so we missed it. And the year before that, I don't think they did it because it was like the COVID year where they're like drafting from home. So I was, yeah. and it was like from Goodell's basement. So I don't remember. I didn't. But okay, my bad. <laughs> so, um, if I I and and I'll ask this if we could. Okay, so uh, Jameson for ours. If you could, did the Kraken just give up a goal? 
Now, Grant is watching playoff hockey. No, while they just—he was the only one there to to make the shot. No one else was even oh, near him. Oh, you had a you had a one on. Yeah, uh, Jameson, if you could do the background on uh, our upcoming pick for us, since I only have one device left, and I will be doing the announcing uh, for the Sportsify picks. Mike's on his own. Okay, he is a one man production unit, but we're three <laughs> guys here. Okay. Uh, I'll be doing the announcing. Grant will have Insta commentary, and because we also can't trust him to be watching stuff when he's watching hockey. So if you can have look at our pick and just be ready to go with the name, the name, and uh, where they're coming out of. So uh, okay. take that. Okay. So all right, there we go. We set the whole thing up. I don't know why we need to do it on the podcast and record all that, but we did. Um, well, how, right. how the sausage is made? Yeah. So. Right now, Roger Goodell is coming to the platform uh, for the 31st pick. <laughs> we're Because we're doing this in backwards order. Uh, the Chiefs are on the clock, and the pick is in. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. We're only doing that once. <laughs> so Maybe you are. Uh, with the 31st pick in the NFL draft, the Chiefs select Nolan Smith. From the University of Georgia. <laughs> Clap, 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 clap. The, uh, Mike, we're, we're assuming that we're alone on this one. Uh, Nolan I, Smith, I have him way gone by here. No, yeah. Nolan Smith, I believe, is our, is I think the fourth bulldog that we have being taken in the I first think so. round. Uh, Which so, is not necessarily surprising. That's not. <laughs> no, not at all. Team no. National championships. Yeah. I mean, yeah, five, years five is not outside of a, a possibility here. So uh, you haven't gone earlier. Uh, who do you have the Chiefs taking? Uh, Mike is on the clock. Well, with 31st pick, I would be surprised if the Chiefs are here, um, as we previously stated. Okay. But 31st pick, the Kansas City Chiefs pick, pick Felix Anaduke Uzoma, edge from Kansas State. Nice. Uh, another edge rusher. Both edge rushers for, uh, for us. So Mike gets yeah. an A plus for uh, attempt name, of the name. Name, name pronunciation. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was pretty. I, I listened to uh, Peter Schrager say it like five times just to make sure it was about right. <laughs> you do more homework than. And Schrager's a professional. So, <laughs> yeah, he's, I mean, yeah. you he's on that. TV all the time. It's, it's got to be yeah. real. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. The, uh, I think we could see that going a couple different ways. Obviously, you know, like the, the pick there for, for the Chiefs could make sense. Um, it, go in different directions, but again, I I'm kind of with you. I think that this this pick ultimately is uh, is probably not going to be there. I think they do trade back at least a couple spots. Yeah, which and, I don't know if we explicitly said this, but we're we, we're kind of drafting with no, no trades. Yeah, with no trades, knowing that there will likely it, because be it's impossible. It is impossible yeah. to predict what happens. It absolutely is, and okay. and I would say that this, this fits right into it. Um, and we both have them take an edge rusher, but it just fits what it's Kansas City does. It's a need for them. Um, they rebuild that defensive line again, yet again, and uh, and because they're getting old, and uh, just kind of fill in some spots, and the you know the rich get richer. All right, Mike, you are on the clock at thirty. Yeah, so number thirty with the Philadelphia Eagles, which also again, if Kansas City doesn't trade, maybe the Eagles do. But I have uh, Kalijah Kansi, de- defensive tackle from Pitt. Okay. Um, fills a need. Um, this team has very few, and uh, and it, he's the probably the second best tackle in this draft, and uh, kind of replaces. He's a little on the small side. People compare him to Aaron Donald um, in his size to power. <laughs> Not that he is Aaron Donald, but you know, coming from if Pitt you ever do get compared to someone like an Aaron Donald. It's a, it's I a mean, nice Andrew comparison. Wiggins was uh, compared to LeBron James. And every every baseball player ever drafted is compared to Mike Trout and Ken Griffey. Also true. 
So well, I mean, at least if they play the outfit. Yeah, but, <laughs> but the comparison's more for uh, for his size. He's a little undersized, but his production is there. Uh, same as Aaron Donald, I think, coming out of pit as well. So awesome. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a solid thought. We were we were in a very similar thought process uh, because with the thirtieth pick in the draft, uh, we believe that the Eagles will be taking uh, Brian Breesy defensive Clemson. tackle from Clemson. Ooh, it's a good one. It's so. Uh, we yeah we we also felt like they may not address that position with their first pick uh, because there is so six, much depth. Six six three hundred pounds by the way. He's a monster. Yeah. He's a monster. He's a monster. And if you didn't know, Eagles like drafting big monsters big guys. of a human. It's yeah. true. I mean, this is an agile dude. He has incredible explosiveness. I you know as a defensive tackle, he fits the Hargrave mold really well for this team. He does. That's why we we had ultimately landed on him at thirty. Uh, and certainly worth, worthy of a uh, first round pick. He he could go earlier in the twenties. Not I, he's not going to go higher than about twenty one ish, twenty two ish in terms yeah. of ability level. I think he ranges out there. Somebody be reaching, and I don't know why you'd reach for a defensive tackle in the first <laughs> round. But um, but yeah, um, well we are on the clock with the twenty ninth pick, currently owned uh, by the New Orleans Saints, and at the twenty ninth pick. We believe that the Saints will be taking Miles Murphy. Also uh, from Clemson. Also from Clemson. Mm-hmm. Two Clemson guys right in a row. Boom, boom. Um, felt like the Saints could go a number of ways here. So many ways. Like they there's really no there there's really no profile on what they could do or what they need to do. Um tight end uh, makes a lot of sense. They need to go they have some restock to do in the secondary. Nobody be shocked if they went and got an offensive lineman. Um, but Miles Murphy off the edge uh, gives them something that they really need. And, um, you know, wouldn't be surprised, really. I think the pick also could be tight end. We weighed that out quite a bit. Um, but we just felt like the as uh, good of a draft class as this is for tight ends. And that should not be lost on anybody. This is one of the best tight end classes that you're ever going to see. It's loaded. Dalton mm-hmm. Kincaid is a freaking monster mm-hmm. and the best tight end prospect that has come out in years, in my opinion. So, uh, you know, like I, and, and everybody after, I mean, when you're looking at Washington, the kid out of Georgia as possibly not even going in the first round uh, and going in the second, that six, seven monster who just ate my Oregon ducks alive. Yep. Um, yeah, yep. but, Miles Murphy makes a lot of sense. They need to get after the quarterback. If you want to make life easier for your offense, get your defense uh, on and off the field as quickly as possible. Miles Murphy does that. Um, he His pass rush, I mean, absolutely elite, and he's not bad on the run either. I mean, his percentage grade is just a slightly lower on run than it is pass. He's very even-ended, can play all three downs all, uh, all the time. So, the high motor. Oh, absolutely. Um I, I don't dislike that pick, um, but I have for number 29, New Orleans Saints taking Michael Meyer tight end for Notre Dame. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. he he's the best pass blocker and he run. I mean, it's you go get Derek Carr and you go get a Darren Waller. Yeah. And and it kind of kind of it's the similar thing. Great blocker runs routes, catches stupid 50 50 balls yeah. and runs people over like it. Like we we that is the name that we also considered in this. It spot. was that, that one was, of the yeah. Right. 
that, that those were that was our consideration too. I think we ultimately edge one out here just because there's tight ends available in the second round um, yeah. that you could pair, and and with that being a position of need. So and they they do have an early second round, earlier second round pick. Yeah, um, they just didn't have one an early first round pick. All right, the Bengals are on the clock at 28, Mike. So the Cincinnati Bengals at number 28. I have Jameer Gibbs running back Alabama. Dang. Mike likes the running backs early. I think this guy changes that offense in such a way he's they say he's the best pass catcher. Um you look at what the 49ers have been doing with Christian McCaffrey. I think Cincinnati Bengals look at that and they'll be all like we put that guy on this team. You don't know where the ball's going. Dang. I wow. I did not feel that one coming right there. I feel honest. like it makes sense though with some of the stuff we've been hearing yeah. in the offseason about their running back. Well, I mean, he clearly has a really dumb family member who hosts that. him. Uh, you know, like that that was obvious. I mean, as soon as I heard that, I was like, please say that is not him. Please say that yeah. he is not that stupid. Uh, we're talking about firing a gun out of his house uh, towards human beings outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's I was right. like, please say that that's not him. But I, yeah, I was. that does make some sense. In, uh, interesting, though, on a team that doesn't have a ton of needs, loaded at wide receiver, yep. rebuilt a lot of its offensive line, uh, maybe has a couple holes to fill, but just lost Jesse Bates. Yeah. Because I will tell you that that was actually, I think, our stronger consideration was they've got a big hole to go fill, mm-hmm. and that's their probably the biggest area of need that we could see. But it w- there, maybe you're in the same boat. Is that where you take the safety? That's yeah. kind of where we were at. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know if that was the thought process, but like that's that's I think where we landed. Is that the spot you take the safety? So you went running back. I, I think it's um, uh, Dan Jimmerly. He's, he's kind of coined the thing. Just Kansas City ended up, you know, just add more offense, add more offense, add more offense. And mm-hmm. I think the Cincinnati Bengals have been doing that. They, they've been going out of the book the last couple drafts and be like, what other offensive weapon can we just add to this team? Forget everything else that's going on. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think I think that's what I'm looking at with uh, Jameer Gibbs, the do everything running back. Everybody's looking at what I mean. Joe Mixon, he's coming up on contract. Mm-hmm. Running backs don't get a second contract. You move on from Mixon, you get this Gibbs yeah, kid in here, especially really, especially after this that. last year where he really only had that like one big moment. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to tell me. He's on three fantasy teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was awesome. That yeah. sucked so bad. Well, I've. The Bengals on the clock for Sportsify mm-hmm. um, with the 28th pick in the draft. The Bengals select Steve Avia uh, from TCU. TCU. And this is, in our mind, the other position of need on this team. They've got to shore up the middle of the line. Uh, Avia is a first-round prospect for sure. Uh, I really doubt he makes it. Uh, in into the any any further than this, like I yeah. just I don't see him going past this. Really liked him at, at twenty eight at a perfect fit for the team that just needs that last piece yeah. in, in on their offense. This is line. almost kind of like Chief, uh, kind of you know following the Chiefs path. They get a new center, kind of shore yeah. that up a little bit. They already have some weapons, and now mm-hmm. you just be like, okay, let your quarterback cook, see what yeah. you can do, keep yeah. him up. Because if there is one thing that they still need to do a little bit better. It's just straight up. You got to keep Burrow upright all the time. Yeah, and they did a much better this last year, obviously, than you know cooked his knee year. But um, you and and they tried to do it with a lot 
of old guys, mm-hmm. and you saw him fill in with a lot of veterans. Yep. And we like him getting younger here. Again, it was between this or safety for us. And so. I had him right there in that spot until like two days ago. Yeah, and he talked himself out of it. And I so. talked himself out of it. That's yeah. right. We're smarter than you. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> there's three of you. I mean, it's got to be. <laughs> some, right. some, one of us has to come up with a good idea every now and then. Uh, and I it's mean, me. Is, is mm, it? Interesting. Number 27, Buffalo Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Number 27, Buffalo Bills. The This was uh, an interesting pick for us. So uh, the... <laughs> I... I didn't know exactly where to go. This is another good team that uh, could go a lot of different ways um, and doesn't have a ton of holes to fill. But with the 27th pick in the NFL draft, the Buffalo Bills select Osiris Torrance Mm. from Florida to play either left or right guard. Could go in either slot. Um, They are going to get better at running the football this year. They, they have to going to they need to and they're they gonna do it with the interior line shoring up some stuff that they need to this is a team by the way that has been picked apart in its depth in free agency oh, absolutely and part of that has been the offensive line also the defense if we're being really fair but their offensive line has been picked apart this team has lost three out of five starters in two years and they need they need to shore this up um you know Torrance definitely could be considered the best guard in the draft uh, at least top two um and i uh, i this is to me just absolutely a uh, smart pick for them because he can play three out of five spots on the line i can sub in at center they've tried him at center apparently uh multiple times here going into the combine and post he's worked out that position and makes a lot of sense so i don't hate it um again uh they've just kind of gotten a little old and got picked apart in free agency in certain spots um yeah, uh, didn't have them take an offensive lineman at all. I think they could. I think they can get that in the second round. Um, to be honest, uh, the value pick is, is a little interior offensive linemen don't necessarily go a lot in the first round, and so you, sure. yeah, you have a couple of them here. Um, with my pick for the Buffalo Bills, number twenty-seven, um, I, this is where I had Bijan Robinson going for a long time, uh, just because it would terrify me. Oh, um, yeah. but that wow, yeah. Um. Yeah. Exactly. But at the same time, I went ahead and uh, changed it up to uh, Trenton Sipson, the linebacker from Clemson. They lost okay. their middle linebacker. Yeah, they, did. they lost a big piece of their defense. They need a mover. They need somebody that can cover. And I think uh, he's he's probably the best coverage linebacker in this draft. Um. He's he's not great at inside linebacker. He's more kind of an outside tight end coverage guy. Um. Good at rushing the quarterback as well. So I think that they kind of just shore up that that second level on the defense there. Okay. Take that, take that for sure. The um, I forgot. Am I on the clock or you? Oh, it's me now. Okay, yeah, you're, you're going. Sure. You yep. got you got the uh, twenty six. The Dallas Cowboys. Oh my goodness. This. How is, about them boys? Never this is that. me. Uh, uh, I, know, I, don't, I don't think I, I'm reaching I, here. I think I, this is a, a good I pick. Think I think we're gonna be in a similar wavelength on this one. Maybe maybe I have. This is where I have Darnell Washington tied in from Georgia going. They okay. just lost Schultz. Yep. We were in a similar wavelength. They mm-hmm. just lost Schultz, and this guy is a monster. He is a monster. Ceiling, the ceiling is within reach for this guy. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's got a great ceiling, but it's within reach. Uh, he, he needs a little help blocking, but it's Dallas, you know, and, he, and they need a little bit of, they got their wide receiver I short mean, up. So Schultz didn't, he's not an elite blocker by any means. No, not at all. And w- was very good in that offense. So Very good. Yeah. 
Uh, no, we so we're in the same same wavelength. Uh, Sportsify on the clock for the Dallas Cowboys twentieth twenty sixth pick. Uh, we have them taking Sam Laporta from yep. Iowa. From Iowa, he's yeah. been rising up the last few days, yep. especially. We, I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, as 49er fans, Mike and I do love the Iowa boys. Uh, they have served yeah. us very well. And uh, Laporta comes out of the same school and system as George Kittle. He is a mean pass catching uh, machine. Like the dude, the dude's going to hit you. You're going to feel it. And I think size wise, uh, you know, fits in very well um, in into most NFL schemes. Yeah. Uh, you know, good hands. I obviously first round consideration. So we, I liked the skills over the ceiling here. I feel, I feel like He's, this is a day one starter. If, if you've been listening to the scouts like the last this. few days, especially over the weekend, um, you know, me, me to getting by myself here, cause it can, fudge my draft a little bit, but he's been moving up draft boards this weekend, especially. And a lot of that, uh, the scouts are saying is because of his route running. He's, mm. he's solid. He, he puts his foot in the ground. He knows routes. He runs it like a professional. Um, and just, and that's how you create just that extra, like foot of separation sometimes that allows that ball to come out. So yeah. I don't hate that at all. Yeah, no, I, we, we definitely heard a lot of good things, seen a lot of good things. I got to watch Iowa play a few times this last year and remember one specific game, just watching him torch a defense. Uh, it might've been the Iowa state game well, this- um, where he just, but he, he just catching balls. And then there was a, there's a block on the outside that he lays on this sweet play, which they, they love running uh, outside. Yep. Uh, run plays there at Iowa and he turns in on a linebacker that was got caught ball watching and he's trying to get in position doesn't even look ahead and Laporta just shoulder drops him and uh, the dude was dude was counting uh, birdies and stars on the sideline right after it was pretty dope <laughs> yeah but, well I think too that this, this team definitely isn't a pass catcher yeah they're 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 they short one, one more yep yeah and especially with a wide receiver class that i mean the ones that you want to pick in the first round are going to be gone by this point most likely you want to go where this class is really deep and you know you and, know, and this offense runs really well off tight end i mean Schultz, yep. they franchise tag schultz yeah and, and they had to let him go this year because it's just too expensive to do it again no i but with what grant just said we're going to transition to the next pick because the team right in front of them division opponent the new york giants is on the clock and with that sportsify has the New York Giants taking Jordan Addison from USC wide receiver. Uh, we do not believe in this wide receiver class as a whole, but we do believe in Jordan Addison. <laughs> I I think it's a little short on the wide receiver class. I agree. with Yeah. You. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, last year we, we talked about already today, a couple of times mentioned the strength of last year's wide receiver class. This is not that at all. No. Next year's will be better. This is not that at all. And so, for us, this is a number two ranked wide receiver uh, coming in here at 25 uh, to the New York Giants. New York Giants have to get a wide receiver. Dude, mm-hmm. You have to. They go just dumped get $40 million dollars into their quarterback. You have to give him weapons. And so with their first pick after winning a playoff game and having an incredible run there, all due respect to them and their season. We absolutely we were very excited for Danny Dimes on this podcast. Um, and. Coach of the year and yeah, give coach some new toys too. That's right. You're okay for it. And uh, but no, they they definitely need those uh, those pieces that just put them over the top. Addison has all the skills to do that. This is a dude that's literally caught uh, multiple times in the teens. Uh, you know, balls in a game here at USC. So he's going to be a stud at the next level. I do a little worry a little bit about his frame. I mean, that's that's a consideration yeah, a lot of people like are taking. He's five eleven, like one seventy five or something yeah. like that. Like. 
Yeah, uh, he he looks like he could get murdered, but you know he's going to pack on the NFL ten, and they've they've got nutrition weight programs that are yep. elite, and they'll get him in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, for his size, dude gets high to the ball. Mm-hmm. He has great hands. He runs great routes. Yeah, he is going to catch a ton and uh, and play well. Is that uh, <clears throat> definitely for fantasy White someone side. to look at late round because there's no one else over there. There's, to no, there's, no, else, there's no else yeah. to catch that ball. It's so. just a it's a volume pick. Yep. Yeah. Is, is Galladay technically still there? I, I think so. I, but I, no, I, no. Uh, why I would? Remember. And even if he is, <laughs> yeah. if he is, is matter. he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who do you so, got the Giants taking? All right, for number twenty five, the New York Giants select Quinton Johnson, wide receiver, TCU. There you go. Okay. Um, it's it's the same thing. Um, he this is a little bit of a reach. He has a little bit of a dropsy issue, yeah. but um, I already had Asin gone, and uh, okay. so I yeah. think so. You'll see that in, the, in a little best bit. Best available. He's kind of the you? best available wide receiver, and with I them, feel, like, with, feel like this name keeps coming up. But that means Zay Flowers is going. To, Mike Mike already rated him a second round earlier. He already said that. So Zay Zay's not in your first round. I have Zay Flowers in the first round. Yes. Oh, okay. You're going four wide receivers. I in the got first four round. wide receivers. That's in adorable. Uh, <laughs> it, it, people reach for offensive players. They do. And, they do. Uh, and and there's a need for it for okay. where I have them going. So yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll go Quentin Johnson here. And and I think he's he's a good player. He's a great route route runner. Um. Just may, on routine catches, he just kind of drops it a little bit. And you can you can work on that a little bit in the NFL sometimes. You can tell TCU got a little bit better. We're we're talking about their center and their wide receiver going in the first round. It, for sure, uh, for sure, they had yeah. a good year. Yeah. All right. You except got, for a you know one game. Well, there's, except there's for that one game where yeah. they got dominated. <laughs> where we knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so number twenty four, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. I have Will McDonald the fourth, the edge rusher from Iowa State, a team that I I didn't see like that. Like they, they're kind of good. Um, and adding another red rusher to that defense, I think, is is kind of right up where where they just get better. Okay, interesting. I did not have that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. Uh, that is uh, that is that's in- so. Why that high for Will McDonald? Yeah. Um, I, it's just the rumors that I've been hearing. Um, it's kind of interesting that you pointed me out to a podcast today with Daniel Jeremiah and Peter Schrager going at it, and this is right where they had him as well. Um. Yeah. And and I I already had him here, and I was like, oh, okay. It's just he's got a nonstop motor, and he's a little raw um, coming out of Iowa State there. But he he went up against great competition, Big Ten competition, or uh, and or sorry, Big Twelve, and just this is just where he kind of fell for me as far as edge rushers because I kind of had a I had a kind of had some run on edge rushers earlier, so he's kind of a, a fills right in. Yeah, that's kind of where I just. Gut instinct. Well, we we went. Uh, we we had an interesting discussion about a certain position this a hard group. group. This was a hard Th- pick. This, this was a hard pick, but we had a certain position group. We struggled mm-hmm. identifying where they were going to fall, and that's going about to become obvious when I say this, um, because our uh, our pick uh, here at what are we at twenty four for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, is Emmanuel Forbes Jr. from Mississippi State? Okay. Uh, yeah we we specifically we, we we really struggled with this position group trying to figure out fits because there was a lot of teams that needed corners. Mm-hmm. That was a position in need. If you were looking at top three needs for teams, about half the NFL. <laughs> Most people need a corner, like, especially yeah, with corners. A, huge need this year, especially yeah. with just how much passing there is now. Yeah. yeah. 
You got to figure it out. And, and and if you need a corner, this is a good year to oh, it need really a corner. Is. Because it's, it's first decent. and it's, second it's round, deep, there's lots of draft. Which is why I already have some cornerbacks gone right. um, earlier than that. So, right. in fact, yeah. there's, I have a couple reaches for cornerback, but it it just makes kind of, kind of makes sense. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, we just we struggled with that a little bit and tried to identify needs for different teams. But at, uh, at 23, uh, speaking of try, struggling to identify needs for teams, with the Minnesota Vikings on the clock, this is, yeah. we, as we've kind of already discussed today, this could be a future pick. This could be a quarterback conversation yep. in, the, in that regard. Absolutely. Uh, this is a team that needs defensive uh, positions handled. They also, again, lost Adam Thielen uh, you know, to the Panthers. So you could go so many places. And this is a team that can always use another offensive lineman. Absolutely. And it has to get younger all over the place. So whatever here, right? Like there's no... There's no right or wrong. There isn't really a whole lot of wrong spots to yeah. draft unless. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In, in, well, you're, in you're not going to take a kicker or yeah. a tight end. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> you're probably not going to take a tight end. Probably not. No. And you're not taking a running back. Right. Yeah. And but but the idea that you could take a quarterback when you have a $40 million one on your team is nuts to me. Um, We do not have them taking it at uh, the 23rd pick in the NFL draft. Sportsify has the Minnesota Vikings selecting Luke Van Ness. Uh, Iowa. Uh, I don't again I don't the that. Iowa boy. Yeah, don't hate that at all. Yep. Do you see kind of the edge position after the elites dropping, and that that was kind of our take on it was we could really see because of needs in the middle in regards to again cornerback, uh, only certain having some elite players, and then those elite offensive tackles or sorry uh, elite position groups. Yeah, um, so many players available in them. Uh, so there's a little bit more variety that seems to be coming off the board. So we saw Edge being able to drop a little bit, and that's why Luke Van Ness is down there. Not that he is not worthy of a much higher pick. Much yeah. higher pick. Yeah. I could see him going as high as nine. Yeah. Well, and, and it's his versatility. Some people got him even he up can, to eight or seven. He, he's an edge, but he also goes inside. He, he'll go on right. the outside of the guard as well for you. Um, so he he's one of those guys that you don't have to take him off the field. And he's not going to hurt you at all. Right. I think the only knock on him is that he does not have elite speed on edge. Yeah. So it would, again, you, and you had just highlighted it because he's more of the interior exterior. He's got, um, without the height, uh, has the Armstead type, uh, yeah. skill set, if you will, uh, to move in and out. And so for me, when you're rating those players, it's see him dropping a little dropping bit, a little bit yeah. uh, because he doesn't have that high end speed on the outside. I don't hate that pick at all. Um, I'm going to say that the uh, 23rd overall pick with the Minnesota Vikings, this is where Zay Flowers, wide receiver from uh, okay. BC, comes out. Don't hate that either. I think uh, you we need another receiver in that in that yep. group to keep. We were talking about wide relevant. receiver here, so yeah, we we originally liked Smaller Addison guy. here. Um, we we thought Addison made a lot of sense here, and wouldn't be surprised if he went there. Zay Flowers obviously makes a lot of sense. Uh, we talked about him a lot today. Um, this dude out of Boston College it can just flat out catch yeah. the ball, and he is freaking fast. He doesn't drop the ball. No, it, it's it's an amazing hands. it's an amazing skill set to have. Never dropping the ball. Um, so with the twenty second overall pick, the Baltimore Ravens select Emmanuel Forbes, cornerback in Mississippi. There you go. I like that yeah. one. So I think uh, that's a Peter Schrager pick, by the way, guys. It's it's a Baltimore Ravens <laughs> style pick. It just yeah. is. Load, just get more defense. Just get more defense. Get more defense. I think they. I think a lot of people are looking at this saying, okay, they need to get their quarterback back. How do we do this? Maybe get a wide receiver. I don't see them doing that. I think they got OBJ. They like OBJ. They like the pieces they got. Um, Whether they're to, right to or wrong. Them. Yeah, they got the pieces they like to compliment them. 
they needed a true number one. They think OBJ is that guy. Um, and I think they're going to go back and Emmanuel Forbes, cornerback, small guy. We do not disagree with your look at the position. Um, we believe that at the 22 pick, uh, Baltimore will select Cam Smith. Yeah. South Carolina. Uh, Six one. Uh, you know, love the height. I uh, arms arms are almost at uh, thirty two. Uh, this is a slightly lighter frame than you'd want. He's at one. They, I heard they have him at one eighty, but like realistically, right now he's in the one eighty three range. He's gaining at the moment. Yeah, they want him to play probably a right around one ninety. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, but this is this is just a flat out baller. Yeah. Um, and they're. You know, NFL.com would say this is an eventual starter, might come in behind a guy. The Ravens can afford that uh, for sure right now. Yep. Um, but honestly, I, most of the most of the scouts are all in on this dude being able to be your number two corner right out of the gate. You just need a strong veteran presence around him. The entire Ravens defensive <laughs> coaching staff is a strong defensive presence that Absolutely. will coach that dude up. That team is just... I just Amazing. love the I love the size. It yep. is six one corner fits them really well, and and so we we had that take on that pick. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if it went either way, Forbes or him. Yeah, we just and had Forbes fallen. And I have Forbes here. Um, they've taken smaller corners in the past and it worked out for him. And so I was like, you know what? I I think that if anybody's going to take a chance on the smaller guy, I think it's going to be them. So that's where he kind of went without. No, that 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 does make sense for who they are as a team for sure. The I uh, wouldn't be surprised at all if the, if if there's another direction for them to go, uh, this could also be a Luke Van S pick. Yeah, uh, you know, wouldn't wouldn't shock wouldn't, me. Yeah, he seems like a Baltimore guy. So yeah, yeah. I mean, just just a stone cold football player. Um, <clears throat> sorry, this is gonna happen one or two times. We're doing a long, long it's time. A lot, a lot of talk. The, uh, by the way, Graham, uh, Grant, did the uh, the Kraken win yet? Where's that game at? Uh, no, end of the first period. Uh, sorry, oh, I thought it was deeper game, in than that. Game started at seven. No, I'm just sorry. I'm doing some work stuff too. No, you're fine. I'm back I was in. Literally just asking. Oh, I'm no. picking on you. No, it's a uh, it's two zero Kraken. Suck at Colorado. We like beating. <laughs> we like beating teams from Colorado. Fleecing them for uh, quarterbacks. It's good. Yes. Good. 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 At uh, at twenty one. There was a very strong discussion on our end, yeah, as to what the Chargers need to do. To and there be was better. a general consensus by everybody, like almost instantly, at least when we, the three I, of us. I think we identified one position group that absolutely sucks on this team, and we believe that we found the answer for them. Um, there is, uh, there's this thing that you do in the NFL, uh, where it, and in football in general, if we're being really uh, specific. You have to tackle. There, and, there's something for and that. And yeah. the uh, the linebacker position does that a lot. Yep. Um, we have the, and, and, but no, it's supposed to do that a lot. Oh, that's fair. It's supposed it's to. Supposed to. The Chargers linebackers Apparently don't do that. <laughs> don't know how to do that. So they missed that part on their job description. Uh, so we have the Los Angeles Chargers picking at 21. Drew Sanders, uh, linebacker from Arkansas, and. This dude is a monster. He yep. is almost 6'5 and 233 pounds, and human beings do not, do not enjoy running at him. 
Uh, he is a definite run stuffer. SEC run stopping dude with four years of experience of just murdering human beings. And uh, just seems to make all the sense in the world. Super fast at the position. Uh, has a has a really good coverage grade as well. Um, so he can play inside outside, and he's gonna fit. Uh, he's gonna fit traditional four three. He can play the hybrid three four scenarios. Yep. I this is just a baller in the NFL. Uh, well, number one or two linebacker, it, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. Um, it's if it's a need. Um, with my twenty first overall pick, the Los Angeles Chargers would spit, pick Jan, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Wide receiver from wow. the Ohio State University. The holy cow. the Ohio State University. I believe you have Williams and Allen who are constantly injured. I think Allen is cooked personally. I think oh, man, it sucks. when they're on the field, when they are on the field, that they are phenomenal. But at the same time, you pick up if those two are on the field and you put this guy in the slot. That offense is dangerous. Allen's shoulders and knees. Subscribing and to that Chiefs theory yet again. Just yeah, I, you got to compete with the offense, Chiefs. They're in the same division. You got to compete offense. with that. Yeah. You have a. I don't hate the ideology. You have yeah, a quarterback that's going to get them the ball. I don't hate it. I think for them, they. I mean, we we talked a little bit about wide receiver. Um, we didn't think. I think for them, in terms of if they want to go, if they want to go offense, I think they 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 should look at getting a tight end. Yeah, I don't disagree. I over don't, over wide I don't receiver. Don't hate that at all. Yeah, because but, I, I don't think I don't know who the, is Everett still on that team. I mean, he played pretty well for them, but he's getting older. Uh, but that's not a yeah. You, that, no, he, you're totally right. If you're going to go played get one, well get for them now. because yep. he's playing with Justin Herbert and he right. just happened to be open. I also I think still, it's a deep tight end class, and I think they can look at that later. I think you yeah. top I, wide. This is one of the top wide receivers in the draft, and I, and I have him kind of fallen just a little bit because I, all the wide receivers. I think are kind he of has. I think I think he. I think personally that he is the wide yeah. receiver. I think he's number one. Yeah. His yeah. injury has made some people, you know, pause a little bit. You didn't see a whole lot of him. Yeah, but nowadays without, you come back from those things. They didn't see a whole lot of him without those other big receivers from the last couple of years out of yeah. OSU. So yeah. they're like, was 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 his twenty one season? Was his twenty season a product of having those other guys that just got defended more, or was this guy legit? So I, I think he might fall just a little bit. Um, I think there's some question there. I know, I, I, mean, I know he's good. I, everybody knows he's good. It's just like how good out of the slot, and he's also yeah. a slot receiver. So yeah. Yeah, but uh, when you have Mike Williams on your team, you you can go slot here. Yeah, you absolutely exactly. Can. And you know when 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 you can take care of the X or the Y with somebody else, you know your your Z can be uh, your Z can be elite like this. In uh, you know Mike is Mike's an absolute elite X or Y in, yeah. in my opinion. I I yeah. mean that is dude that just goes and gets the ball. Exactly. Um, he just needs to stop doing it like he's on a trapeze all the time. And then uh, you get you go. I mean, in my opinion, you go get Smith and Jigba, who is going to make the safety stop and make sure that he, somebody's coming over the middle all the time. They got to look for that so Williams wow. can go across out the outside. So well, we're gonna uh, we're gonna call it there for the night. This is uh, did we give our twenty one? We did. No, we're we're stopping at twenty one. We oh, did. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. We were. This is our our picks thirty one through twenty one. We've gone over the history. Um, and I genuinely am excited about our top 20. I think there's a great moment to stop because that means that Mike has zero wide receivers in his top 20, which I think would be crazy. Do you have zero? Oh, I guess we're going to find out, aren't we? Oh. oh, my goodness. I, ha, you have somebody over in Jigba. He did. We're going to find out. He did Are say, he did say mean, one I, of the top. He did yeah. say this. I mean, my. my what I guess, does he know? I know who it is, but like, if it's going to be, but like, oh, seriously? 
You're gonna take somebody over in Jigba. Oh my gosh! All let's right, save it so, for tomorrow. So yeah, let, let's. We're gonna save it for Thursday. This is the Tuesday episode. Thanks for tuning in. This is uh, the first half of our draft let's spectacular. Go. It's coming. We are excited uh, for what's coming later this week. Mike is out of his flipping mind, and we're gonna get into the top twenty picks uh, here in the next episode. We'll see you Thursday. <laughs>